This is the Sunday recap from November 11, 2018 on Between the Lines. Well, welcome once again to Between the Lines on this Sunday, November 11th, 2018. I'm Peter LaRuffa. I'm so glad that you've tuned in. Uh, this was a very full weekend for us as a family. Sarah and I spent most of Friday in Lexington uh, going to see and thankfully purchasing a new minivan for our family, which comes uh, in a, at a very blessed time because we're about to take a, a pretty big trip around uh, Thanksgiving to see family and then some vacations. So we're really glad to be able to have a reliable vehicle for that. Thankful for how the Lord has provided in many ways uh, for us to get that uh, van replaced. And now it's on to selling the old van if we can. Also on that day, we celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary. Can't believe how much time has flown. I can't believe that we're married for 16 years, that my oldest son is 15 years old. Just all that the Lord has done over that period of time. Uh, it's really, really amazing. So we were grateful to be able to celebrate that. And we were blessed with tickets to the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra where we got to hear Beethoven's Ninth. It was so cool. So there was this Instagram contest that uh, CSO was uh, promoting, and I never, like I never participate in these things ever. You know, like click here and enter a drawing for a whatever. But this one seemed pretty easy. It said, follow us and like this photo to be entered into a drawing. It's like, well, I already follow them on Instagram. All I have to do is like the photo so I can click a heart. Then we could be entered into a drawing and we won. And who knew that I didn't even realize the tickets were for our wedding anniversary, Friday, November 9th. So that got us downtown. We went to Taft's Ale House for dinner first, which is a great place. If you haven't been there, you've got to try it. Uh, and then we just had a great time at Cincinnati Music Hall. Such a beautiful venue. Uh, such a great t- place to hear uh, phenomenal, phenomenal uh, orchestra playing one of my favorites and uh, one of the world's best pieces, Beethoven's Ninth. So we really had a good time. We were thankful for that. And that just prepared us for what was a very full day, which was Saturday. Had the chance to wrap up CDT. I taught three times at the Florence campus in the afternoon. It was a huge blessing. Loved doing that, but man, was I white by the end of it. But God was really good in sermon prep for me for the week before. I had finished everything, like really everything by Thursday. Usually by Thursday night, I finished my outline and and most of my sermon, but I do a lot of fine-tuning over the weekend. God was so kind in giving so much clarity as I did the bulk of my sermon prep on Thursday and uh, really just had to rearrange a few different things on Saturday, fine-tune a bit last night, and was ready to go preaching uh, this morning with God's help and strength. So I was so grateful for that. Um, because I knew that I was going to have a very busy Saturday. I wouldn't get uh, the hour, a couple of hours to dedicate to it like I usually do. So really thankful for how the Lord, uh, the Lord provided in that. Winter like totally seemed to arrive early for us today in the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area. I think it's 38 degrees right now, but thankfully we had heat because the last two Sundays we were without heat at the Fort Thomas campus and it made for a bit of a chilly morning together, but it was doable because it wasn't terribly cold the night before. This weekend would have been totally different. So thankfully the heat was repaired in time to brave the cold weather outside and we were rather toasty inside. So we were grateful to God for that provision as well and uh, made it uh, possible for us to worship together. And uh, another reason why it may have felt toasty in there is we had 451 people. Now, that wasn't in the worship center, of course. That was uh, campus-wide. So that's babies, children, volunteers, etc. But 451 people worshiped at the Fort Thomas campus as we wrapped up our sermon series in the Beatitudes. And 
I get to preach from Matthew 5, verses 10 through 12, talking about persecution. And um, I found it a little difficult. I think persecution is a difficult topic to speak on, particularly as 21st century Christians in America. I mean, it's we don't really know much by the way of persecution, certainly not the way the Bible speaks of it, right? Like, uh, I read from Hebrews 11, uh, where I think verse 36, where it says others suffered mocking and flogging and chains and imprisonment, talking about how they were stoned and sawn in two and killed with the sword and went about in the skins of goats and sheep and they were afflicted and mistreated. When you read that stuff, you're like, what is this? How do I even have anything to compare uh, to this? We don't know persecution as these people did, and we certainly don't know persecution uh, as our brothers and sisters in other parts of the world do. But nonetheless, 2 Timothy 3 verse 12 still rings true, right? Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. There's no limitations on that as far as geography is concerned. That applies to me as much as it does to every other Christian. John 15, verse 20, Jesus says, Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And so it was important for us to take the time to understand this beatitude, both in the context in which it was originally spoken by Jesus, as well as to glean application for us as Christians today, kingdom people today. So if you're interested in hearing that sermon, log on to graceky.org forward slash sermons. And uh, it's usually uploaded by the end of day Monday. I believe uh, Pastor Brad's message from the Florence campus uh, is probably already online by now. So you can catch both of those on our church website. I really enjoyed uh, learning a new song today. It's a song that I had heard already because I heard it at the Vertical Church Conference, but we sang the song, Yes, I Will. And uh, just such a great song that really stirred my heart as I prepared to preach. Um, Really great lyrics. I'll read you some of them. I count on one thing. The same God that never fails will not fail me now. You won't fail me now. In the waiting, the same God who's never late is working all things out. You're working all things out. Think of how how the things that I've just spoken about, how God provided a van for our family just in time, how God provided heat for our church just in time. He's never late ever late. He is oftentimes last minute, but he is never late, and he provides for the needs of his people. So it's a great song. I'm going to post a link to that song to uh, the YouTube, the lyrics video um, that that you can enjoy. So you'll see that in the podcast notes. It was a really, really great time. I hope we sing it again soon. And lastly, something very special happened today that I just want to tell you about. I saw someone I had seen in quite a while after the second service, and his name is John Plummer. So John started coming to our church when we were in Newport. So we're talking back in 2013, and it's such an interesting story. So he doesn't live in this area. He lives in Indiana, but he works for the railroad. I think he works for Norfolk Southern Railroad, I think. And when he has to overnight in Cincinnati, he used to take the South Bank shuttle, which if you're unfamiliar with that, that's like a a bus service that runs uh, along the, uh, the banks on both the Cincinnati and northern Kentucky side of the Ohio River. He used to take that trolley over from his hotel in Covington over to Newport, and he would worship with us at church anytime he was overnighting in this area. And uh, he was actually with us, I think it was the last service that we had in Newport. And it was kind of sad because I knew we were moving to Fort Thomas and I knew that that's not an easy place to get to from where his hotel would be. So probably would never see this brother again. Well, guess who showed up today? John Plummer is standing there in the back of the church after second service. I recognized him immediately, gave him a hug, told him how great it was to see him. I was so grateful 
to be able to reconnect with him. And he apparently had access to a car. I don't know how he even heard about us, how he started coming, but he just would come regularly. He came out to connect with us one time, when back when we used to hold Connected Dewey's Pizza. And uh, he reminded me of that today. I'd forgotten about that. And here he is at the Fort Thomas campus. I mean, I haven't seen this brother in three and a half years and uh, it was just so great to be able to reconnect with him and to have him worship with us uh, on this particular Lord's Day. So it was a blessed Lord's Day for us. I hope it was a blessed Lord's Day for you. And I uh, hope to see you again soon on Between the Lines. Between the Lines.